Hello, hello. Hope you are doing awesome. My name is Christian. I am a spiritual mentor and you are listening to talks from your virtual sister circle. Again, I hope you guys are feeling awesome. Thank you so much for welcoming me for another episode. So let's go ahead and get right into it. I don't know what exactly I'm going to call this episode yet. We're basically going to just be talking about the divide between men and women when it comes to dating. We're going to be talking about how finances plays a role in that, how finances plays a role in our self-worth and how we feel um, we are deserving for the certain things that we want, how certain achievements in our life can kind of be um, the standard as in, oh, I need this degree to be suitable for this. I need X amount in the bank to be suitable for this. So let's just go ahead and get into it. I feel like there are so many different things that play into this. And I feel like we have always heard so many conversations about dating and finances, literally going back to the $200 date tea. And I'm sure if you have been on the internet for any amount of time, especially I would say maybe around like five years ago, I feel like I would say about three to five years ago was when the conversation and debate of the $200 date started spiraling on Twitter, everywhere on Instagram, different podcast episodes, all of that. And of course, in those situations, we had people saying that, you know, $200 for a date is standard. Some people saying it wasn't standard. People, Some people saying it was way too much. Some people are saying, how do you expect someone to spend $200 on you for a date? And they don't even know if they're going to like you. And I feel like the common consensus about that was, hey, if you have $200 to blow on a first date and you want to impress somebody, you're probably going to blow the money on the first date. Also, everybody doesn't like to date the same. Some people going to a park can be a date. I talked before about people, you know, a few ladies who were saying that they did not want to go to coffee. Coffee was not a date for them. So it really is just a person by person thing. But we had this debate about dates and what was an appropriate amount of money to spend on the dates. We always have those kind of conversations in terms of romantic relationships. You know, how much should you give your girl if she's going to get her nails done? How much should you pay for a vacation? Should you just pay for the hotel and the flights or do also give them spending money you know people always talk about money in relationships and how um you know the standard has shifted what people should take and not take what people should accept different things like that also in terms of going 50 50 okay we've definitely heard everybody online talking about going 50 50 with the bills should you go 50 50 should the man pay all the bills or whoever is the head of the household pay all the bills i'm specifically talking about heterosexual couples i'm specifically talking about men and women in this episode because i don't really think these standards or gender roles apply when when you aren't in a heteroromantic relationship a heteronormative relationship with these standard gender roles everybody kind of get it how they live you know what i'm saying people help you with different things if they got it if they don't you might help them with different things i feel like a lot of couples who are married and who have been together for a really long time who have been living together for a long time said the same thing online that like hey if I got extra then I pay for this if they got extra they pay for this we get it how we live sometimes I do this sometimes they do this it's flip-flops it goes back and forth I absolutely feel like 75 percent if not a hundred percent of the people who are online having these conversations obviously are single you know ain't no way you in a relationship online talking about what's okay to be paid in the household because you're essentially putting your business out there and putting people in your pocket so it's a bunch of single people online or people 
people that aren't necessarily in relationships talking about what they want their money spent on, how they want their money to be spent and divide it up within the household. But I feel until you've been in a couple of households or you're just in the household that you're going to be in for the remainder of your life. And how can you know that? You know what I'm saying? We really can't say for sure who should be paying what. So all of that um, is basically just to say that there's always been a conversation about coin, you know, who should make the most money, who should be the one staying at home. And it's such a job to stay at home, cook, clean all day. And it is a job to go out and work all day. So it's not like, you know, the women or whoever is staying at home raising the children, because we do see a lot of men who are staying at home raising children. It's not like the person that's staying at home and raising children is getting an easy pass. I think we can definitely agree and accept that now. But I also feel like there are are a lot of women who enjoy to work and there are a lot of men who really don't mind staying at home with the kids not all of them but there definitely are some who really don't mind staying at home with the kids especially if they're used to working you know and they're used to bringing home the bacon I'm sure they wouldn't mind you know switching the roles for a little bit and then you're at when you're actually in a relationship you have the benefit of doing that you have the benefit of saying hey let's do this let's try this but when you're just not in a relationship online talking you really can hypothesize anything but until you're in a few relationships and the relationship that you need to be in it really can change and shift you know what needs to be happen and how the finances need to be dealt with and I definitely feel gender roles have changed over the years you know just like I was saying we have a lot of men now who are staying at home we have a lot of women who don't have children and don't want children we have a lot of women who aren't interested in being married you know marriage isn't like a goal in life marriage used to really be the goal for women women didn't have goals for degrees and careers and owning businesses women had goals of being you know married and having children hopefully a son so he can end up getting married and you know having children because if you have a daughter typically in the past if you had a daughter she was going to be out of your house as soon as she reached puberty basically because she was getting married off very very young so I feel like that all plays into these roles as a whole so let's get a little bit deeper into it because y'all know how we do here I always bring a general kind of tea topic that everybody's talking about and get a little bit deeper in it because it's always something deeper below the surface and that's what I wanted to get into specifically the bigger picture and having this conversation about money because I feel it really goes to show how we consider ourselves to be prepared for relationships. You know, I feel like a lot of times women can feel, oh, I need my body to look a certain way before I get into a relationship. I need to be able to cook before I get into a relationship, especially when you're looking for a man. You know, you might feel, hey, I need to be comfortable cleaning, cooking. I need to be ready for a baby. I need to be ready to stay at home. I need to be ready to take care of somebody 24-7. Because realistically, if you are a woman in a relationship with a man, you're probably taking care of that man. You know, and you might not be cooking, cleaning and doing all of that. You might not be, you know, doing all that. He might be cooking and cleaning. Who knows? But the overall purpose of a woman in a man's life is to nurture that man, take care of that man, you know, and essentially take care of the children. But if there aren't any children in the picture... Who are you taking care of? The man. And what is the man doing in return? Providing for you. You know what I'm saying? He's working all day. He's coming home stressed. He's coming home burnt out. You know, you're able to provide a nice environment for him to wind down and relax. And a lot of times women can base their, um, you know, suitability like, hey, am I suitable for, you know, a husband? Am I suitable for a long term relationship based on their ability to be a housewife, quote unquote, their ability to cook and clean and take care of somebody and roll their blunts and prepare their drink every 
night. You know, everybody doesn't want to do that and you definitely do not have to. And I feel like we can definitely let these standards determine what we feel we are worth in relationships and how we feel we are prepared to be in relationships. And I definitely feel for a man his idea of whether he's prepared or not is absolutely dependent on his bank account most of the motherfucking time. Even though I feel, you know, women have a few things that we might want. Like I said, you might want to get your body right. You might want to get your mind right. You might want to cook a couple recipes or, you know, learn how to change a diaper before you get ready to be in a long-term relationship or something. You might want to prepare yourself. But realistically, as a woman who is always surrounded by women, when you meet someone who is a Prince Charming, you're not going to care where you are in your journey. Nine times out of 10, you're going to allow yourself to be loved. I feel like women are more open to love. And I feel like women overall want love so, 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 so much. And love for us is mostly about receiving because we typically give love 24 seven. So for us to receive love different, that's when it sends something off in our brain and lets us know, hey, I need to look into this person. Hey, this person might be the one. Hey, I might have something going on with them. Even though you might not be fully ready your own self even if you aren't making x amount of dollars even if you don't have x career or whatever you are ready to be loved you are ready to be taken care of you are ready to step into that role because we take care of everybody we with if you take care of your partner in ways of advice praying for them loving on them instead of cooking and cleaning you know everybody isn't domestic so whatever whatever you doing however you take care of your mate you know as a woman and this can go for any women, you know, regardless of who you're dating, you know, what gender, whatever you're dating, regardless of what kind of partner you have, you are have you have specific ways that you cater to that partner. You know, some women might like to, you know, write a little note in their lunch every day. Some women might like to cook dinner. Some women might like to just give you real, real good sex. You know, some women might like to let you just party all night and be with your friends. And that's how they love on you. You know, every woman has something that they give to their partner. And I feel like we always give that energy like. A lot of women give everybody wife energy and I feel like we are always looking for husband energy back in return or just reciprocated energy back in return. And a lot of times we aren't getting that. And I definitely feel, you know, we are always ready to put our chips on the table, regardless of if we are ready, quote unquote, or not. Because there definitely are certain things that you might want to have in line before you step into a marriage or a long term commitment. You know what I'm saying? Like if you have a lot of stuff going on where you have to travel a lot, you got a lot of legal stuff going on. You don't know what's really going to happen for you. You know, you might want to get that under control before you bring somebody else into their life. You know, a lot of added stress. You know what I'm saying? If you have a lot of custody stuff going on with your kids and stuff going on with your family and you living with family you know if you have a lot of rah-rah going on of course you might not want to step into a relationship but please believe, you know, unless you in a whole bunch of mess and a whole bunch of rah-rah, nine times out of 10, a woman can be in an unhealthy situation. And you will let a man on the outside get you from one relationship to another because he's going to give you something better than what the first person is giving you. We are open to love. We are open to receive love. And it doesn't really matter if we feel like we're ready for it, if it's the love that we want in front of our face. You know, I feel like women, we are more willing to just be like, you know what, I'm going to figure it out along the way. I'm going to step into this and take the risk. And I feel like men might say that they're ready to take the risk, but usually end up doing a little bit of backpedaling. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's an ego thing. 
Because who wants to say, oh, I don't have the money for a relationship. Oh, I'm not settled in my life yet. Oh, I'm not really sure what I want to do yet. Oh, I'm not really confident enough, you know, that I'm able to take care of you yet. What man really wants to stand up and say that? No man. No man wants to say that. You know, men have huge egos. So no one ever wants to admit that they can't give you what you want. So what are they going to do? They're going to say they can give it to you. They want to say that they can provide, but they have to give so much in order to be ready, in order to provide, you know. Men have all of this pressure to be able to, you know, give you gifts, take you on trips, put money in your hand whenever you need it, pay all of the bills, have something back for them to fall back on. And money is not moneying the same, okay? Especially now we are in a recession. You know what I'm saying? So if you are in a relationship with someone who has a lot of assets, chances are they're spending more money now to um, maintain all those assets. You know, like everything has gone up, you know, just in general. So even when you're in a situation, you have someone with a whole lot of money or a whole bunch of businesses. In moments like this, they're going to need to focus more on their business and on what they're, you know, really having to bring the bacon for. So I feel like like a lot of times it could be easy for a guy to just throw away a relationship or just walk away from someone when they feel they aren't ready because that's all they have. That's all they have. If I'm not ready for you and if I can't provide for you, what can I do for you? What else can I give you? Especially if you are a modern woman. And by modern woman, I mean a woman with a bag of her own, which most of us are, you know, most women today. I feel getting into our 30s, we know what we want to do. If we don't know for a fact what we want to do, we already have a corporate job that's paying the bills. So if we figure out something else that we want to do on the side, we have something to back us. You know, we are not all women, of course. You can't say this for everybody, but I feel like women definitely feel a pressure to just take care of ourselves because, of course, we're nurturers, we're lovers, we're carers, we're healers. We want to be taken care of. We want to be comfortable. You know, men, I'm sure, you know, if you've dated a man, honey, we know how men live. Don't nobody want to go into the men's bathroom. Men are comfortable living in a house with no furniture, the TV on the floor, no food in the fridge, the air mattress for the whole lease. Y'all know how some of these men do. You know what I'm saying? It sometimes takes a woman to to come into a man's life, spruce him up, you know, show him how to take care of himself and stuff like that. We do that already. We already have everything together. So we really have a home that's ready for someone to just come in. Men do not have that. They don't have that. And if they feel like they don't even have the money, it's like, at least I can have the home. If I don't even have like a home that's welcoming and giving me what I need and I don't got the money, Come on now, it's rare that I'm gonna be open to accepting love from you because I might not be comfortable. I might not feel like I have enough to give. So I feel like all of this debate about money back and forth is really going to our worth and what makes women feel valuable, what makes men feel valuable, what makes us feel valuable of love and why do we feel like if we don't have X, Y, and Z, we aren't valuable. We aren't worthy of that journey because realistically, I don't necessarily think that money makes or breaks a relationship. Now, divorce is obviously, you know, leading in America and money is the leading cause of divorce. But I definitely feel like there are so many bad habits around money. You know, people get ha people start having money issues and what they start doing, getting secretive, hiding stuff, taking secret loans out, being sneaky. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hold the fuck up. Maybe if everybody was just honest about their struggle from jump, honest about bad habits, honest about addictions, we wouldn't have all of these relationships crumbling because of money. You know, like money is definitely a problem in relationships, it's definitely a problem in marriages, but it's so many other 
other things on top of that that add extra stress and extra pressure to the relationship. And regardless, if you have the money, if you still have those issues, nothing is going to be fixed. Nothing is going to be solved because I think we see today more than ever, everybody is going to have a bad day where you down bad and you don't have as much as you thought you was going to have. Everybody is going to experience that. And because that's the unfortunate reality that no matter how much you have in your hands, you cannot control that it stays in your hands. You not, you cannot control how quickly it multiplies whenever you shell it out. You know what I'm saying? Because we are in these spaces, you know, it's kind of like we are allowing, you know, the money and the success to kind of be our standard and set the tone for us. But the money ain't even setting the tone for itself. You know, you really do not control how much you make and what you get. People are getting laid off left and right. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like basing all of the conversation behind money and bills and finances is definitely misplaced because there's so many other issues that come along with that. Like, are you able to communicate effectively when you're scared and when your back is against the wall? Most of the times when you have money issues, that's the problem. Your back is against the wall. You're scared. If you wait till the last minute about an issue with money, you might not be able to do nothing about that. But if you let somebody know six months in advance, two months in advance, even a week in advance, you might be able to make something shake. You know what I'm saying? So being able to communicate effectively might help your money problems be a little bit better if you have a super big ego and you're not able to ask for help or attend a financial literacy class or attend a marketing class or invest in your business, even though it might not work out the first time. If you are afraid to take risks, if you're afraid to try things that might be bigger and better, if you don't have any confidence in yourself, if you have addictions and you get a certain rush when it comes to gambling or spending money on this or spending money on that, there's so many things that can manifest in terms of having problems with money. Like getting to all of those issues and all of those problems might be more beneficial than just focusing on the bag because at the end of the day, the bag is not guaranteed. Just like I said, you could be doing everything right and still not be bringing home the bacon, but at least you'll be able to approach that conversation in that situation with love, with healing, with understanding. I'm sure there are some people who have had great relationships and the money fucked up so everything fell down like a house of cards. But usually if you have a solid foundation and open communication and you guys are problem solvers and you're able to get to the end you know of a situation and have a solution and bounce back and move forward and you have support around you you will be able to come back from anything you know together in unison and that's the whole objective you know it doesn't matter what somebody is making realistically can this person support you in the ways that you need to be supported and a lot of times coin has very little to do with that and of course I feel like if you're dating or if you're having relationships with anyone of course you want to be able to support yourself financially definitely um but I definitely feel like there is a lot of pressure on bringing the bag to the table bringing the bag to the table and the bag is important but there are a lot of other things that are more important that aren't being touched on like there are a lot of women whose husbands or just whose partners are working 24 7 they're never home they have the bag but they have no intimacy they have no love life they have no relationship they have no communication the friendship is gone they don't even date anymore you know what I'm saying like you might have the bag but you might not ever be able to control if this person is sleeping with other people or not you know how many relationships do we see online where everybody is cheating 
monogamy isn't even a thing anymore. People don't even talk about polygamy, but these motherfuckers is polygamists. Y'all not even saying it, but that's what y'all doing. Nobody is for nobody. Everybody is for everybody. Everybody is sharing everybody and ain't nothing wrong with that. But if you aren't looking for that, and if you're looking for, you know, the fairy tale house where you are for your partner, your partner is for you, a bag is not going to guarantee that. If you're looking for someone who's going to love you when you're up, when you're down, when you're sad, when you're high, when you're low, a bag is not going to guarantee that, you know, and I feel like there's more to be said. And I feel like the standard of what we should accept is um, definitely, I mean, we've said the standard is in hell. We're aware that the standard is in hell. I think that online, we're just so aware of all of the BS online because I'm sure that there are examples of healthy, beautiful relationships online. But I feel like we only see the rah-rah that goes viral. You know, like somebody saying that they're so happy that maybe their partner stopped cheating or stopped lying or just BS, you know what I'm saying? Stuff where people are like, okay, this person is giving you basic respect. You know, is this really something to be jumping for joy? happy 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 about this person is giving you the basic bottom of the barrel respect that they literally probably might treat their friends better than you but somebody might be pleased with that as well so I feel when you're single and you're not in a relationship and you're able to see all of this stuff online about people accepting crumbs I feel like that in itself can make you raise your stakes a little bit because you're like oh hell no this what y'all accepting oh uh uh-uh I gotta make sure I'm getting this I gotta make sure I'm getting this because that can low-key be somebody's worst nightmare getting into a relationship where you find yourself accepting things and allowing things that you know for a fact you do not want and that can absolutely make you set your standards way 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 higher especially since you're always seeing this stuff online and not to say that you should not have high standards you definitely should have high standards but you want your standards to be a reflection of what you're ready to deal with and what you're ready to honor you know do you really want a partner that's a millionaire are you going to be okay with the millionaire working their millionaire schedule and the millionaire having their millionaire issues and their millionaire you know um you know passions and the things that they love the things that bring them joy you know the more money someone has the more things that are accessible to them the more interest they're going to have the different things that they're going to be involved in you know what i'm saying and if you're coming into a relationship looking to be the center of someone's universe and you want someone to dedicate their life to making you happy you know if this person's center of the universe is already their bag they might not have that much space for you I feel like that's something else too I feel like a lot of men definitely get into relationships with their jobs And depending on what kind of job that is, it could definitely be praised online and just, you know, in your friend group and your family. Yes, do the hard work, put in a dedication, do what you got to do. Yes, King, we see you working. We see you putting in a grind, you know, and someone else might be in a different space of business. You know, someone else might be in something different. I feel like we also value hard work more than different types of labor where people are just getting money thrown at them. So I feel like that can have, you know, an effect as well you know just in someone's perception of I have to be a hard worker I have to put in x amount of hours I have to get dedicate x amount of time to be suitable for the person that I want in my life and 
I wonder if this is a good or bad thing because I think it's good that people have standards. I think it's good that people want to be in relationships with someone who can help them financially take care of themselves. I know that for a fact we've seen a lot of women end up with a man living off them, end up with somebody who's quit their job and lived off your couch and is driving your car around with another girl in it. You know, we've heard the horror stories about quote unquote holding somebody down. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's a good thing that we all have standards for ourselves men too you know that men aren't allowing themselves to be financially abused you know or emotionally abused in a space where they just taking care of somebody and shelling out money and not really getting any type of emotional um you know reciprocity from it so I feel like this is good again because I think it's good that people have standards like I keep saying I think it's good that people understand what their worth is but I also think it could be giving people a misguided representation of what their worth really is you know because your worth is not about the money that you have in your pocket because that's only going to sustain you for so long and I think it's important to think about again what you want from relationships because you want what you want from a person outside of money is just as important if not more important than the money you want them to make you know if you want someone who's a good listener if you want someone who has time to raise a family if you want someone who is going to hear you someone who's going to respect you and love you and honor you you know what I'm saying you want to be realistic about the people you chase You want to be realistic about the people that you allow yourself to get into relationships with because you also have a group of men who have lots of money who are used to just paying for sex. And a lot of men just pay for it because it's easier if I just give you the money up front rather than talking to you when I know I'm not in the mood to talk. You know what I'm saying? So there's so many different parts of this bubble map in terms of how money and the focus on money has affected dating and dating in your 20s and getting into your um, your late 20s and even getting into your 30s and your early 30s. You know, I'm seeing people of all ages, singles of all ages, even singles in their late 30s, 36, 37, 38, late, no matter how old you are, I'm seeing singles everywhere focus a lot on career and focus a lot on their own stability, but only in career though. Ain't nobody talking about going to therapy before they get into relationships. Now, I know some women who have, I definitely see women talk about that online, going to therapy, getting themselves together, going on a healing journey before you get into a relationship. That's what you're supposed to be doing. That's what you're supposed to be doing because your money is going to come when the money come. You know, you can't control the money no way. Even if you're working for yourself and you're clocking in for somebody else, you can't control the coin. The coin is going to come when the coin comes, but you can control how the people around you, again, like I said, how they listen to you, how they protect you, how they make you feel, if they make you more insecure or less insecure, if they make you confident in yourself, if they give you an opportunity to see things in a different way. You know, love is supposed to be transformational. It's supposed to open doors. It's supposed to, to bring you into spaces where you are challenging yourself and where you are challenging your partner and where you're becoming a better person every day and sometimes you're going to be up sometimes you're going to be down I definitely think that money and not having enough money can absolutely put a lot of stress on a relationship definitely but it's more stressful to be broke and hate each other that to be broke and love each other you know what I'm saying and I don't want nobody to be broke in a relationship like I said if you broke down for real you broke down down bad then maybe you shouldn't even be dating nobody I understand that but when it comes down to it you are going to realize what is valuable when you have that person in front of you who has the correct numbers and that's all they have 
Because a lot of people who don't have personalities, a lot of people who cannot attract people based off of their energy alone, seek out to make a lot of money. Like the girls have said, okay, the rich niggas is the ones that's born and the ones that's corny because they don't have to work for nothing. They don't have to put in any effort to get someone to be interested in them or to make someone like them. You know, if you are really, 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 really into romance, do you really want a CEO with three businesses? in two plots of land is that what you really want if you really want someone who is intimate with you and romantic with you you know and you also want to think about what level you are on i feel like a lot of times people be you know tweeting from the inside of like a shotgun house talk about you want somebody with a mansion that don't even make no sense it just does not make sense like you want to make sure across the board that you are evenly yoked in principle with anyone that you have, you know, in your life. And I think that it's beneficial for us to have these standards so we can get these standards debunked. You know what I'm saying? Because some of these standards are getting debunked. I'm sure plenty of us have been on $200 dates when you wish you would have stayed at home, you know, because the food wasn't even that good and the date was even worse. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure we've also been on dates where it was less than 20 bucks and you didn't even get cute. You went and ran a couple errands with some and had the time of your life had a ball like there's such a disconnect in how we relate to each other and we put all of these different things on how we relate to each other oh we have to be like this and oh we have to be like this and oh we have to have this when the real thing you really need to have is chemistry and an open line of communication and trust with someone and honesty and transparency you know that will take you very very far forgiveness communication openness you know that will take you far in a relationship much farther than in gifts, you know, because I've dated plenty of people. I've dated people who had money and I dated people who didn't have nothing. And I'm sure if you are anyone who's dated, especially a woman who's dating and you're in your late 20s and you've definitely dated people who had a lot of money and people who didn't have too much. And you don't always get the best treatment with the people who have a lot of money. You know, I've been with people who had money and if I didn't have money to pay a bill, I was just going to be looking stupid without the bill money because it wasn't going to help me out, you know? And I also have been with people who they didn't have no money. And if I needed money, they was going to put themselves in a negative balance to make sure that I was okay, you know? And that is something that I feel is overall what we're looking for. I feel overall we're looking for protection. We're looking for security. We're looking to feel safe. We're looking to feel like we are good. We're looking to feel like someone has our best interests at heart. And if we ever get in a jam, someone can take care of us. We're just looking for people who have their shit together someone who has their shit together and that looks like a lot of different numbers there isn't one solid number for someone who has their shit together and it also changes if someone has kids or where someone lives or if someone helps out their mom or whatever the fuck they got going on you know what I'm saying we all have bills we all have so many things going on in our lives and I feel like there are so many more important debates for us to have we need to talk about ancestral trauma who the fuck wants to talk about their inner child that's still sad hot in the closet you know what I'm saying like that's what the fuck we need to talk about especially as a community because I don't see no other races under these comments I see black folk I see us doing this now I'm sure everybody in all of their you know relationships and how people connect with each other everybody wants to be with somebody who's financially well off but I be on the black pages I be in the black business in the black tea so I see us for sure and I feel like we also just have a very lavish culture of dating in the black community you know we have a a, a very a, a, just a tradition 
tradition of lavish relationships, lavish proposal, a lavish photo shoot for every anniversary. You get your ring upgraded and you redo your vows and you have this grand engagement announcement like everything is over the top. And just like I say in every video, you know, social media is warping every part of our subconscious and making us think differently and feel differently about all things. And I definitely feel in relationships as we experiment more people, you know, I feel like the more and more we get a taste of the things that we, we thought we wanted, it'll really allow us to see what really is good for us and what isn't. Because everything ain't good for you. You know, everybody isn't good for you. Everyone that can make you laugh, everyone that can buy you a nice date, everybody that can buy you a car, you know, everybody that can fly you out of state, everybody that can do this and that for you, it's not necessarily good for you. And if you're in a space where you want to attract people who can financially just give you things and you want to attract people who can just give you gifts, then that's what you'll attract. You'll attract people who give you gifts and not much else. And I think the gifts will be nice for a while because who doesn't enjoy being spoiled? But it doesn't take long before the gifts do not equate to the damage that you have done to your self-image. You know, it just does not. It's not going to balance it out when you are putting your self-respect on the line, when you're holding your tongue when you're letting somebody do whatever they want to do because you know they're showing up for you financially it's just not worth it and money is definitely a part of the puzzle like I said you want to be financially stable but it is not the only part of the puzzle and it's not a big it's not as big as it should be you know like I said a lot of times issues with money are about issues and other things in your life that are spiraling and manifesting into you having bad money management skills and that can be something anybody can fix anybody can fix their money management skills anybody can learn how to save and budget and work in expenses to take you on a date every week and buy you flowers every day and pour it into you and love you and give you the things that you need and give you the things that you want and of course you want to be able to do it for yourself you know what I'm saying of course you want to be able to have it on your own but who doesn't love being spoiled we all know that but there is so much more to it you know and I feel like when we are thinking about um, like I said, thinking about partners and thinking about forever, we have all this PTSD, you know, of dealing with people who just, you know, maybe were bummy or people who just weren't motivated or people who just weren't driven. But you can have someone very, very driven, very, very motivated, very, very focused and just not be making money because the money does not money the same. You know what I'm saying? And now is time for us to realize that and understand that. I definitely think being in the pandemic was our time to realize that, that relationships were important, communication was important because this money, this job, the ability to travel, all of that shit can be gone tomorrow. And if you are just in the house with your spouse and y'all can't go on a date and you can't travel, they can't take you shopping, what you gonna do? What you gonna do if y'all can't have fun? Because I've also been with people who had a lot of money and if we wasn't going somewhere or doing something and I couldn't invite my friends and turn up with my girls, I didn't even want to go because it wasn't even fun. It wasn't even enjoyable. And I feel like a lot of times on the outside looking in, like we always say, the grass is always greener, but the grass is truly greener where you water it. And I feel like watering your own grass, making sure that you are whole, making sure that you are comfortable in yourself and also knowing what you want and knowing why you want it. Of course, we want coin because we want to break these generational curses. We want to make generational wealth. We want to build generational wealth. We want multiple streams of income. Of course, who the fuck doesn't? Nobody wants to date somebody that is homeless on the side of the road with no savings and no plan on getting themselves together financially of course nobody wants that that's not even a conversation we need to be talking about 
when there are other things that are much more pressing and much more relatable and much more realistic because they got a lot of people who go on a $2 date or a negative $3 date where they end up losing money and they'll never say a word about it and they'll get on the internet and they'll tell you to say no to a date if it ain't for $200. Now you ain't been on a date in six months and they've been going on all these little $3 dates and they stunting online for you. You know what I'm saying? So overall, figure out what you want. You want to know what you want. You want to know what you're looking for. If you want someone who is good with money or that's what I was about to say if you want someone who has money make sure that you are specific make sure you're trying to manifest someone who is good with money someone who is good at managing their money someone who has skills that they can build and multiply their money don't just ask for somebody with a bag because baby you can get any scammer off the street with a PPP today you know what I'm saying you want to invest and manifest someone who's going to give you the things that you need and you want to invest in yourself with love with care and invest in your own career invest in your own finances because you want to be together too and also have we forgot about just casually dating i mean everybody that we date doesn't have to open up a retirement package in our name you know what i'm saying some people that you just gonna date you just gonna date them for fun and i definitely feel all the financial pressure definitely kind of takes the fun out of dating or just adds all this stress because you feel like on your first date you might feel like you have to wow somebody and show up with a hundred dollar bouquet and leave this big ass tip and you know just tell them how you're gonna take them around the world and do all of these things and that might not even be who you you are or what you're ready to do and I feel like a lot of the social media shit has real people who have real beautiful intention switching up their intention trying to fit into a mode that really isn't who they are so you get a lot of pretenders when you set certain standards that are based on material things because anybody can rent a private jet anybody can take you to one NFL game anybody can get you courtside seats if they hustling you know what I'm saying anybody can do one kind gesture and win you over and like I said women and not all women sometimes it's just men too where you meet somebody and you're just ready to give all in so sometimes when you have your eyes set or material things it can definitely turn a casual experience where someone's just trying to take you on one date do something nice for you or you're just trying to you know have an experience with somebody it can definitely turn it into a responsibility you know and now you need three outfits because this person wants to do the most you know what I'm saying and you have all this time and all this energy invested and you just been hanging out and kicking it with somebody for three months and you don't even really like them like that but the dates have been fabulous you know what I'm saying so I definitely think just going all out and having people feel like now in terms of dating you can really just go all out and it don't matter who you are how you are if you're gonna respect them or nothing just go all out and you're gonna be able to get one date or two and we see that all day with these men flying these women out disrespecting them putting them in songs embarrassing them on social media you know we see all of that anytime somebody gives you something it doesn't mean they necessarily like you or appreciate you or that they even want you around. You know, anybody will give you a couple of dollars to get you around them if that's all it's going to take. So I definitely feel just being mindful of what you want, making sure that you are leading with the right type of energy, you know what I'm saying, and vibe. And just don't participate in the rah-rah. Don't participate in the BS. And even if you do want somebody, you know, even if you do want a six-figure nigga, make sure you do not lead with that girl. Make sure you do not lead with that. You know, even if you do want somebody who is a CEO, you know, making a meal because you making a meal. Don't lead with that. Let someone show you what they want to do for you because you could be dating somebody that's not even making six figures and you'll be like, dang, is this person a millionaire? Because they done bought me this and took me this and did this for me. And they don't even got it like that. They just prioritize you and they got a little on the side. They want to splurge on you. You know what I'm saying? So 
I feel like setting your intentions and being mindful of who you want to connect with outside of the coin. And like I said, the coin is important, but let's get to the root of why we want the coin. What are we looking for? Security, understanding, peace, common, you know, common ground. Think about what the bigger picture is. And I feel like that'll allow us to, you know, connect with people on a more organic level and connect with people who really have tangible things to offer us, you know, tangible. Maybe I shouldn't say tangible. Maybe I should say energetic things because money is tangible realistically because the definition of tangible is literally physical. But when I say tangible, I mean like love that lingers on you after this person has left you, you know, and you still feel them on you and you still cheese and you go to sleep smiling because you can't get this person off of your spirit. You know what I'm saying? And it's good. It feels good. You know, you can't put a price on that. And I definitely feel that, you know, just prioritizing what's important to you is going to be important as well. But yeah, I feel like we see so many interesting things about dating and relationships online. I've just been seeing so much stuff about money and about bills and how men um, who are with women that are making more money. Like there's a statistic. I'm not sure what the number is, but when a woman is married to a man and she makes more money than that man, she's three times more likely to get cheated on. I was like, what the fuck? You know, like you not making enough money. A man not making enough money can definitely make a guy feel inadequate, make him feel low, make him feel less than. But it's like, is that even the case? Usually that's not even the case. Like you might have you might be so much further ahead of somebody intellectually and spiritually, but because of the money, it can cause you to ruin your relationship and cheat on them or go back to an addiction or get back into an unhealthy habit because your ego is being tested because you aren't physically making more money than your spouse that is really crazy that people are building relationships connections getting in marriages even sometimes um feeling like the bag that they're bringing to the table is one of their biggest assets and when that bag is not the same when that asset is not your leading asset what happens when your worth goes down what happens when you feel you aren't deserving of the love and the space that you were in because you're not making enough you will go out and cheat you will go out and lie you will go out and do stuff that you've been stopped doing because now you feel like you're not even worth the home that you've put together for yourself you know it says a lot when someone feels that their value lies in the coin that they have because you are so much more than that we all are so much more than that and when it comes to relationships especially relationships between men and women there's so much work that needs to be done on a spiritual and emotional level the money the bills don't even need to be paid the government needs to pay y'all bills the government needs to be paying the motherfucking bills or all the straight couples because they is going through it we is going through it now i don't know how everybody else is doing maybe all couples need their bills paid but it is a lot of work to keep together a relationship and be there and be present and be your best self and you trying to do that with the stress on your back of noticing that you made a hundred dollars less and whatever child mm-mm Mm -mm. you want to set yourself up for success you want to set yourself up for success and I feel like having basic money management skills having communication like I said those things will serve you so much more in the long run and will really allow you to have a foundation that is based on truth that is based on you know genuine energies and the genuine love that is going to carry you because in the end that is all that we are really looking for so yeah guys thanks for listening to this spiel all about coin in the bag and how it has affected us you know in terms of relationships across the board the 200 dollars dates going 50 50 who should be staying home who should be making more all of that and then some you know i really feel like it is shifting our perspectives and i hope that we can 
shift them right back um, so people can date differently and love differently in a way that maybe is a little bit more freeing and also a way that allows for, um, you know, a, a little more flexibility. You know what I'm saying? So yeah i appreciate you guys i love you and i thank you of course for being here and listening to another episode of talks from your virtual sister circle make sure you guys follow us on instagram at talks from your virtual sister circle oh no that's not the instagram the instagram is your virtual sister circle um so yes i appreciate you guys i thank you guys i honor you and i am always excited to move forward and also thank you everybody that's been rating us i think we have like over 25 star ratings i'm fucking with that so thank you guys who are rating the podcast i really appreciate y'all so 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 much for your feedback thank you thank you thank you um so yeah thank you guys for being here of course this post i'm gonna make a feed post about this episode on the instagram so let me know in the comments how y'all feel what y'all been seeing about the dating tea how y'all feel about it but yes i appreciate you guys i thank you for being here as always and i will see you guys next time bye guys bless